Hey everyone, yes I do mean you, it's me, Silver Daddy. Are you ready for another exciting adventure, aka trip or trippin' with me? We're about to discover and share some amazing life stories. If I take a few sudden tangent turns along the way, don't worry, because I'll find our way back. Come on, climb aboard, and buckle up, because we are ready to start another great episode of Trippin' with Silver Daddy. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's Trippin' with Silver Daddy. You're probably going to hear some traffic going by. I'm sorry, but I had to come here because I'm in New Orleans. And I had to come to one of the places that's always been on my list I wanted to see. And it's this beautiful home behind me. I know you can't see it all, but, you know, it's really big, really tall. Here, how's this? Okay, for those that are on... YouTube, you can actually see the house. Famous house in my history. It's Anne Rice's home. Anne Rice was an American Gothic novelist, one of my favorites. And she actually wrote the Vampire Chronicles, also one of my favorites. And Interview with a Vampire is one of my favorite movies. So I had to come here to see Anne's home. Unfortunately, Anne passed away just a couple years ago at the age of 80. But Anne Rice actually had several pseudonyms, names that she wrote under. She did not write everything under Anne Rice. And the interesting story, Anne Rice is not even her real name. Her real name, first name was actually Howard. She was named after her father. When she went to kindergarten, she told her teachers to start calling her Anne. That's where the Anne came from. Then she married Stan Rice, and then she went with the name Anne Rice. So that is where her name came from. And the creativity and the artistry runs in the family too, because her sister Alice is also a writer, a novelist, her husband, Stan, also was a writer. So she was always surrounded around these very artistic people. And she lived in the Garden District here in New Orleans. And this is her home where she lived. And Anne kind of even made it known. She stopped drinking in 1979 after the birth of her son, Christopher. And so did Stan. They both quit drinking. I quit drinking a while ago. So I just had to come here to start my trip here in New Orleans because it is such a famous location. There's a lot of famous things about New Orleans that most people don't even realize. Like, did you know New Orleans was the first city in the United States that had opera? And it had the first opera house in the United States. 
So I don't know if you knew that. Also, poker was invented here and craps. They were both invented here. Let's see, what else about this? Oh, you know, jazz was actually originated here in New Orleans. And so was grits. And I don't think I've ever actually even eaten grits. And it has the most historical districts of any city in the United States. Like this is the Garden District. You have the French Quarter District. So there's all these different famous districts. St. Louis Cathedral is the oldest continuously running cathedral. And Canal Street, when it was first built, was the whitest street in the world at the time. Canal Street was actually built because they were planning on putting a canal down the middle from the Mississippi, but they never built the canal. So that's why that was so famous. But also Bourbon Street, you know, Bourbon Street with Mardi Gras is very famous. But Mardi Gras did not originate here in New Orleans. If you heard my show from Mobile, the first Mardi Gras was actually in Mobile, Alabama. But Bourbon Street, most people think Bourbon Street is named after the liquor, and it actually isn't. Bourbon Street is named after some famous bourbon family over in France. And speaking of the Mardi Gras, did you know that if you ride on a float in the Mardi Gras, you must wear a mask? It is mandatory to wear a mask if you're on a Mardi Gras float. Anne, going back to Anne, you know, Anne here, she wrote, I told you about, whoop, there goes a big truck. Anne wrote about the vampires, and she wrote the whole stories take place in New Orleans because it's the area she knows. But New Orleans is the most haunted city in the United States. I don't know, it could be the most haunted in the world, but it's one of the most haunted places. There's so much we can do here. The things I wanna do while I'm here, definitely eat some Cajun food. That's number one. I'm already here at Anne Frank's house. I wanna to go to Bourbon Street. Let's see, I wanna see the Mississippi River down here. And maybe go to a jazz club. I'm not really into jazz music. I like to do something about jazz. And I definitely want to go to the cemeteries. Their cemeteries are famous here. God, we have so much to do in so little time. So why don't you listen to my sponsor and I'll go to my next location. I think that's what we'll do. I'll be right back. Do you want to upgrade your home to maybe waterfront property or looking for investment property here in Broward or West Palm Beach counties and you want it to be hassle-free and stress-free and drama-free? Then you need real estate agent Mark. He has years of customer service and knows this market. Let me tell you, the great thing about real estate agent Mark 
is he always answers his phone. He's never missing an action. This is why I recommend real estate agent Mark to my family, friends, and you, my followers. So it doesn't matter if you live in New York, LA, Dubai, Rome, London, or Rabbit Hash, Kentucky. If you're looking to buy real estate, in South Florida, contact real estate agent Mark. You can contact him at Palm Beach Realtor for you.com. Okay. Hey everyone, welcome back to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. And like I said, I'm here in New Orleans and I got a new best friend. It's Benny, right? It is. Okay, I just want to make sure my new best friend, I knew his name. <laughs> it would be really tough to call someone your new best friend and call him George, you know. Well, I'll just call you Danny. <laughs> oh, they all do. They all do. Fine. <laughs> oh, I like him already. He's my favorite. Oh, yeah, I better put on just my shirt. It's cold down here. This isn't like Fort Lauderdale weather. Even though we're on the golf, it's kind of cold here. So, but Benny, on a serious note, we are at a famous bar that I was told to come here called Good Friends. And look, you can meet good friends. Of course. Benny, you're moving here. I am moving here. You're doing a house here. I'm looking at houses here. And you're gonna have to talk a lot louder because those people aren't gonna oh hear my. you. There you go. Oh, lions, tigers, and bear. Oh my. There you go. <laughs> so. You're moving here, you're building a house here. Where are you moving from? Moving from Sarasota, Florida. Sarasota, oh across my God. the state from you. You're moving from the, you know, I think Sarasota is one of the highest zip code income areas in Florida, one of them. That must be you. You must be the sugar daddy, silver daddy then. No, yeah. I'm escaping that. Oh, you're escaping that. No, but we are had good friends here at Bourbon Street, and what Benny does, I found fascinating, he also does some podcasting, correct? I have a YouTube video, I'm a jazz musician. He does videos, he's a jazz musician. You hear about jazz all the time down here in New Orleans. It's the birthplace of jazz. I mean, we're two blocks from where it all started. Uh, really? Yeah. It, like two blocks that way? Two blocks that way is Louis Armstrong Park, which is home to Congo Square. Hold on. Where free people of color met and created jazz. Oh my God. Oh my God, it really is down there. It really is. There is something down there. And that's where it all that's started. That's where it all began. So what instrument do you play? I play flute, saxophone, and trumpet. He's a blower. I'm a, <laughs> a windbag. He's a wind. He's a windy one. Oh, we love him even more. Hey, no. I'm just kidding, everyone. You know, Silver Daddy doesn't get into that kind of shit. At least right now, because oh. there's there's a there's a female here. So. You're here with friends, right? Or your partner? I'm here with uh, my partner, my husband, and a partner of 20 years, uh, Chris. Okay, he's no, he's no longer available. Let's find someone. <laughs> and this is my mother, Rose. Hi. Oh, and, uh, wait a minute, everyone. 
Partner. Chris, hi. Mother. Hi. Oh my God, I gotta clean my mouth up. And we're, we're mom's here. You we're know, here I gotta, houses. I gotta really watch that then, since mom's here. Okay. It's, the problem is, it's just getting part of your head in it. Gotcha. So, okay, here's another question. You play instruments, you do jazz. Jazz started here in New Orleans. Do you know anything about Cajun food? It is delicious. I know that, but do you know anything else like where I can go get really good Cajun food? Like Cajun food, not tourist food. Well, we'll see, uh, here in the, in the French Quarter, uh, you'll find a more Creole uh, food than Cajun. Cajun okay. is more of the... Uh, the out in the bayou stuff. Uh, the, the original French Quarter food is Creole. There's a bunch of great places uh, around the future traps. Um, like, yeah, where where would you recommend? Where were we last night that was super fancy? Deja Vu. Deja Vu. Oh, I like the name of that Box place. was pretty awesome. Deja Vu. I have to remember that. So, Creole is more from here in the town, the city, and Cajun food is more the outskirts in the bayous out in the bayous but there's a i have a favorite thing that's uh, cajun and it's uh, the first time i came to new orleans in the 90s you couldn't even find it in town now you can and that's called boudin is it oh my god I, yes and it's fabulous <laughs> it's amazing oh my god i can prove this everyone i have pictures of it i run uber and two days ago I had a guy from Jamaica who drives a semi-truck and we were talking about food and I told him I was from Cincinnati and when I told him I was from Cincinnati, I told him we're a German city and I love sausage, okay? Oh yeah. And he said, when you get to New Orleans, you have to find a sausage called Budin. It's B-O-U-D-I-N. I took pictures of it. He showed me what it looks like, and that's all he talked about. Okay. <laughs> so you can find it here in town now. Yeah, there's a sandwich shop uh, about two blocks up and two over that uh, has it, and there's a meat market downtown by the convention center that has meat market. Go ahead. <laughs> has all that kind of blood sausages and the, oh yeah, blood sausage. Ugh. But go ahead, meat market. Yeah, let's talk about meat all that market. kind of crazy yummy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But mom's here, so we won't talk about that. Who'd have thought Silver Daddy loves sausage? <laughs> Can you believe when I was in college I worked in a sausage plant? No, not at all. God, how do you think I got this belly? It's from um, all those good German sausage. And now I'm going to try Budin. Or is that what it's called? Budin? 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 I probably say I it wrong. Know, Whatever, I'm gonna Whatever. try it. I'm gonna find it. That's not my car. That's a little bit of a bike going by. Okay, so yeah, I actually heard about that. So let's plug you do videos. Sorry, I was on a tangent again. We're coming back. Winding everyone back in, get back to where I was. You do videos jazz videos on YouTube. Yes, and it's, it's funny, I made some with a green screen and New Orleans background, so now I'm going to have to do some more with the real scenery. Yeah, you just come out here and talk. What's the name of your YouTube page? Benny B. Jazz. 
Benny, that's everyone from a different country that can't spell English. It's B E N N Y. <laughs> Benny? Benny B Jazz. B, that's just the letter B, not B E E, not the things that sting, just Benny B Jazz. That's J A C, no, I'm kidding. That's J A Z Z. Just seeing if anyone's paying attention to me, because no one ever does. Trust me. Ask my damn family. Um, okay, so it's Benny B Jazz. That's your podcast. And anyone who likes jazz and jazz videos, they can come there and see you. And fun and goofy stuff. And fun and goofy stuff. Oh my God, he's just like me. I'm glad I came to Good Friends. Hey everyone, I have to go to break. Please listen to my sponsors and I'll be back somewhere else. You know me, I'll wander into a place. I'll be right back, listen to the sponsors. Okay, we can turn the damn thing off now. <laughs> turn the damn thing off. <laughs> hey, do you like premium fetish and leather products? Then you need to go to Leatherworks. That's where I go shopping. They make so many things in-house and they only use the best quality leather. Leatherworks is inclusive of all sexuality, gender, and body types. So even me, Daddy Bear, can get the perfect fit. You can join the Lifestyle Club program. It offers discounts on in-store products and classes. Yes, they have specialty classes. And they also have community parties. If you need to buy that special gift or want that unique holiday gift, go to leatherworks.com. That's leatherworks, spelled W-E-R-K-S.com. And you can buy online. Hey, everyone. It's me, Silver Daddy. And it's snowing. Can you believe this shit? And I would joke. Joe's the master of snow. Not only is Joe master of snow, Joe is a master of street art. Hi, Joe. Hello, how you doing, sir? I'm good. So how long have you been doing 12 this? 12 years, 12 years. 12 years? Yep. And is this like your corner? This is my corner. I, I hit you all, all for all bourbon. And I just make enjoyment and just make people smile. Make sure you talk loud so they can Got hear you. you. Otherwise, I can't block you. you. I have been around a lot of street art, okay? From Key West to LA. I've been gotcha. seeing a lot of street art. I've driven by here twice and see the crowds, see the snow, and I'm like, this is amazing. I appreciate that means a lot to me because there's a lot of a lot of street performers out there. And it's like if, if you're going around the world and seeing them with the stuff, that's amazing. amazing. Yeah, this is like a real show. I mean the snow yeah. and everything. I mean, this costs money, people. I just like go by tip. podcasting, you know. Yeah. This is not free. I go by tip. So if you are down here in the area, and what, what street are we at, Joe? We're, We're at Bourbon right? and uh, St. Anne right now. This is Bourbon Street here? Yeah, Bourbon right here. Oh, I'm on Bourbon Street. Didn't even know it. See, I, I get myself lost. If you're ever down in the Bourbon Street area, and you're at St. Anne's, 
You need to stop and check out Joe's show. Thank you. Now, so do much. you change it from time I, to oh time? Oh yeah, every day I change it up. Season wise, I change it. Like Christmas time, I'll do Christmas. Halloween, I'll do Halloween. So I'll change it up. Okay, so what's after after Christmas? What? I'm one of the I'm one of the Yeah, I'm one of the Saints super fans, so I do a lot of New Orleans Saints stuff. Oh. So, so I do a lot of football and stuff like that. Keep everybody and just having a good time. Football. Super Bowl weekend. Exactly. So you just like whatever's coming up and whatever people exactly. are into, exactly. you're into it, yep. you can entertain for that. Exactly. I hit the, whatever occasion's available, I, I try to mix it up to where everybody's having a good time. Okay, I'm looking at the outfit. So we have the U.S. Army and we have Santa Claus. Yep. Were you in the I Army? Was the, I was a medic in the Army. Yes, a I was. medic in the yep. Army. Wow. And you're still just entertaining yeah. people and I having love it. fun. I love it. And you said 12 years you've been entertaining? Been doing it 12 years now. I just hats off to you. I don't want to keep you because there's a bunch of it's people all good. here. It's all good. No, I want you to make your money. So you go back and get your God Christmas you guys. stuff on. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, everybody. You get all that on, and the show, we'll have the show on in about a week or so. Okay? Awesome. Sounds good. Hey, everyone. I have to go to break to listen to our sponsors. I'm here with Joe at Bourbon and St. Anne's in New Orleans, and you're with Trippin' with Silver Daddy. I'll be right back. Did you know if you live within 20 miles of the ocean, there is saltpeter in the air? Saltpeter is very bad for your car. It can cause rust and dull your paint. So... You need to get your car washed at least once a week if you live within 20 miles of the ocean. That's why I go to Majestic Car Wash. My Blue Beauty, I only trust Majestic Car Wash. They're located at 2781 North Federal Highway. You know, you have your choice. Your car can go through the 40-foot long cleaning tunnel or it can be hand washed. They also have a detail shop that can make your car look brand spanking new. So where do I take my blue beauty? To Majestic Car Wash. You need to go there today. Hey everyone, welcome back to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. So when I was at Good Friends, I talked to the bartender. He told me to come to this place because it's famous. This is like historically famous and I'm with Kennedy Kennedy knows the history and first of all what's the name of the bar because it's a it's a it's a long French thing Cafe Lafitte in exile what's that mean so does it translate to anything uh, not particularly so it's named after the Lafitte pirates of the region and they own the building that we originally opened in the pirates owned the building? Yes, they were also slavers. They, they had a lot of jobs. Oh, this is really a lot of history that... Okay, go on. What else? So, in 1933, right at the end of Prohibition, we opened up Ian Lafitte's Blacksmith Shop as the second bar ever on Bourbon Street. Now, the Absinthe House was able to open up a little bit sooner because they magically found some cases in the basement during Prohibition that... Just they didn't know about. Magically, um, magically found. That's like when my housemate magically finds that marijuana, that weed in our house. No one knows where it came from. But go ahead. 
So it opened up as a all sorts bar uh, from three owners at the time, Tom Kaplinger, Mary, and I forget the third one because it's not very relevant. Uh, now Tom was confirmed gay and you got sailors, you got all types in there, and Mary was known to be very Whoa, generous. are we at a gay bar? Very. The oldest. I'm not gay, but I have friends that are, so that's why I'm here, just so my daughter knows. Go ahead. <laughs> so. She I, knows, trust me. She was raised by me and my ex-partner. Go ahead. Mary was well-known for never refusing somebody community. So if you lost your job, if you just couldn't pay, she'd write it down in her little tab book and just keep it forever, make it sweep the floors, but you got your drink because she viewed the place as more important than the money she was making. You still, especially for gays at the time, you had a family, a community to go to. Well, 1954 rolls around. The building gets a new owner. They don't have enough money to buy it when the previous owner dies. Okay. And the new owner kicks them out. Oh. They don't want a fucking gay bar in there. Okay, been there. <laughs> so that owner's like, change your name. I'm opening up my own place in here. Well, we open, we move one block away as Cafe Lafitte in exile. Uh, oh, that's where the in exile comes in. Yeah. <laughs> ah, quite interesting. Go ahead. So... Someone in the 60s looked through all of Mary's tab books. I don't know what supremely bored accountant did this, but added up everything everyone owed that she never made them pay back. And it actually would have been enough money to pay for the bar and buy the building had she been greedier. Oh, is that also when they found John F. Kennedy's name in that tab book too? When he was visiting? There's a lot of illustrious characters in our history. Uh, that one I can neither confirm nor deny. Now, Tennessee Williams, on the other hand, this was his favorite <laughs> bar in the world. He was here every day of his life. My the, God. The tour guides joke that he can't be haunting his own house because he was never there. <laughs> <laughs> he was always here. Yeah, sipping a gin and tonic in the corner. Oh, my God, this is getting better and better. And I don't even have to tell the story. Go on. <laughs> uh, at one, John Steinbeck. Uh, the American author yeah. used to review bars and restaurants for the newspaper. Okay. And he didn't exactly enjoy his time at a gay bar. And I have this quote memorized because it is so scathing. He scathing. Wait for this one. I can't wait for this. Go ahead. Tom Kaplinger, the owner, uh -huh. is an uninhibited, unkempt scholar with a laissez-faire way of running a gin mill that can only be deemed unique. Unique. That was his word for it back then. He couldn't call it a gay bar. That'd be slandered. He can't call it unique. Because he couldn't be caught in a gay bar. <laughs> Just like, um, I won't go there. <laughs> I live in the Caribbean. So there's a lot of bars that are friendly bars to everyone. All sorts bars. All <laughs> sorts bars. That It's amazing some of the people who wander in there. I already told this story about the time Lady Gaga walked into the gay bar in Puerto Rico after she was done with her show and bought everyone drinks. I just happened to be sitting next to her and didn't even know it was her until she left. But is that the rest of the story? So you guys are technically, 
the oldest gay bar, even though you kind of moved and changed ownership, yeah. right? So we've been continuously open since 1933. We are the oldest continually operating gay bar. There are some that have existed longer in theory, but they were closed for a number of years. Got it. But it's still historical. Oh yeah, no, uh, it's been going strong. I have so many customers who've been coming here since they were 16, 18, back when it was legal in Louisiana. <laughs> and talk about the memories now that they're in the 60s, 70s of their like teens spent here at this bar. Can you imagine all the young 16, 17 year old sailors that were probably in here? Oh my God! This is a daddy heaven. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm getting this. I'm getting hot. We do get busy during Fleet Week. What's Fleet Week? It's when all the sailors come to port and they just flood the French Quarter. We're one of their favorite places for some. When's reason. that? I don't think there's one scheduled this year. Shit. Okay, <laughs> we gotta put Fleet Week on my list. Hey, this was great, great news. Thank you for sharing Absolutely. this. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Hey, everyone, I have to go to break. So please listen to my sponsors. It is delicious. I know that. But do you know anything else like where I can go get really good Cajun food? Like Cajun food, not tourist food. Well, we'll see, uh, here in the in the French Quarter, uh, you'll find a more Creole uh, food than Cajun. Cajun okay. is more of the... Uh, out in the bayou stuff. Uh, the, the original French Quarter was Creole. There's a bunch of great places uh, around the few tourist traps. Um, like, yeah, where where would you recommend? Where were we last night that was super fun? Deja Vu. Deja Vu. Oh, I like the Super's name of that Box place. Down was pretty awesome. Deja Vu. I have to remember that. So, Creole is more from here in the town, the city, and Cajun food is more the outskirts in the bayous out in the bayous but there's a i have a favorite thing that's uh, cajun and it's uh, the first time i came to new orleans in the 90s you couldn't even find it in town now you can and that's called boudin is it oh my sausage? god I, yes and it's fabulous <laughs> it's amazing oh my god i can prove this everyone i have pictures of it i run uber and two days ago I had a guy from Jamaica who drives a semi-truck, and we were talking about food, and I told him I was from Cincinnati, and when I told him I was from Cincinnati, I told him we're a German city, and I love sausage, okay? Oh, yeah. And he said, when you get to New Orleans, you have to find a sausage called Boudin. It's B-O-U-D-I-N. I took pictures of it. He showed me what it looks like, and that's all he talked about. Okay. <laughs> so you can find it here in town now. Yeah, there's a sandwich shop uh, about two blocks up and two over that uh, has it, and there's a meat market downtown by the convention center that has meat market. Go ahead. <laughs> has all that kind of blood sausages and the, oh yeah, blood sausage. Ugh. But go ahead, meat market. Yeah, let's talk about meat all that market. kind of crazy yummy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But mom's here, so we won't talk about that. Who'd have thought Silver Daddy loves sausage? <laughs> Can you believe when I was in college I worked in a sausage plant? No, not at all. God, how do you think I got this belly? It's from um, all those good German sausage. And now I'm going to try Boudin. Or 
So let's plug you do videos. Sorry, I was on a tangent again. We're coming back. Winding everyone back oh, in. Fine. Get back to where I was. You do videos, jazz videos, on YouTube. Yes, and it's, it's funny. I made some with a green screen and New Orleans background. So now I'm going to have to do some more with the real scenery. Yeah, you just come out here and talk. What's the name of your YouTube page? Benny B. Jazz. Benny, that's everyone from a different country that can't spell English. It's B-E-N-N-Y. <laughs> Benny? Benny B. Jazz. B, that's just the letter B, not B-E-E, -E, not the things that sting, just Benny B. Jazz. That's J-A-C, no, I'm kidding. That's J-A-Z-Z. -Z. Just seeing if anyone's paying attention to me, because no one ever does. Trust me. Ask my damn family. Um, <laughs> okay, so it's Benny B. Jazz. That's your podcast. And anyone who likes jazz and jazz videos, they can come there and see you. And fun and goofy stuff. And fun and goofy stuff. Oh, my God, he's just like me. <laughs> I'm glad I came to Good Friends. Hey, everyone. I have to go to break. Please listen to my sponsors, and I'll be back somewhere else. You know me. I'll wander into a place. I'll be right back. Listen to the sponsors. Okay, we can turn the damn thing off now. <laughs> turn the damn thing off. <laughs> so when you're out on vacation, visiting Europe or the beaches, just having fun, enjoying life, what is your other best friend doing? Are they behind a cage in that pet spa where they get to come out and join the other pets in the yard for an hour? That's no life. Let Silver Daddy come and take care of your pet. If you are in Broward County and you want a Silver Daddy to cuddle and take care of your pet, then just send me an email at trippinwithsilverdaddy at gmail.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. And I am here in the oldest cemetery in New Orleans. And you know where here is? It's the St. Louis Cemetery Number 1. They have a lot of different cemeteries. Number one, two, three, four, whatever. But the number one is the oldest cemetery. And they only do tours of the cemetery. I'll talk about that in a little bit. I could have came to one of the cemeteries last night. But I was just going to tell you. Coming to a cemetery at night is not my idea of fun. Unless I was with someone who I felt very safe. And that could protect me. Because I may not believe in vampires, but I do believe in evil. And I don't think vampires are part of the good society. 
I think they're part of the evil society. You know, and then I think about it, when you have all your crypts above ground like this, it would be a lot easier for a vampire to just open his coffin and get out. He doesn't have to dig through the earth. That's why when I told you at the opening, you know, this city is one of the most haunted cities in the United States. But let's talk a little bit about this old cemetery. It started in 1789. And the cemetery actually started as a temporary cemetery because during the period of 1788, a year before it started, there was two great fires in New Orleans and it was going through a major epidemic of yellow fever. The yellow fever killed so many people that the cemetery at the time that no longer exists, St. Peter's was totally full. So the problem was the French did not know where yellow fever came from. They didn't know it was trans, it was um, transformed, not transformed, that it was spread by mosquitoes. Another reason Silver Daddy doesn't like those damn mosquitoes but it is spread through mosquitoes. They didn't know that at the time. They actually thought that yellow fever was spread from the gases that was being left off from dead bodies. So they didn't want to put it in the main cemetery anyway of St. Peter's. Not only that, they didn't want the bodies that were dying from yellow fever to go through the Cathedral of St. Louis. So they actually built a church outside the wall of the French quarters just to do the blessing in the burials for people who died of yellow fever. So what they did is they started with just a plot of land about 300 square feet and they actually started by putting the bodies in the ground. And that's how the cemetery started. It was also located just 40 feet from the hospital that was treating all these people. So it was really close to the wall. I mean, it's only like a block or two over to the French quarters. So that's how the St. Louis number one cemetery actually all started. Then what ended up happening, more and more people died, so they kind of expand the cemetery. The cemetery actually was expanded outside of the walls of the current cemetery going towards the French quarters, which is now on a major street that the railroad wanted to put a railroad through that area. So the railroad actually paid to take all the tombstones and move them into St. Louis number one cemetery. But they left the bodies there. There's estimated over a thousand bodies underneath the street that people are driving over. That's why there's poltergeists. Oh my God, these people, 
They don't know what we're doing and how they're causing problems. But then because of the yellow fever and the spread of it, what they decided to do is they figured that they would start, instead of burying people in the ground because the gases still could come off, they built these above ground crypts. And they were actually considered like an oven. They surround the crypt with wrought iron and even put wrought irons inside the crypts with the bodies so it would heat it up like an oven. Because they still thought that the gases of the body was what was spreading yellow fever. So if they could cook the bodies, it would kill the yellow fever. So in 1813, they actually made a law that all the burials had to be above ground. Pretty amazing, huh? This place is historical. It is listed in 1975 on the registration of historical places. And there's some famous things about the cemetery. First of all, probably the most famous is a lady, Marie Laveau. Do you know who Marie Laveau is? I didn't. Let's put it this way. For the longest time, her gravesite was the most visited gravesite in United States until Elvis Presley died. Now, Elvis Presley is the number one visited gravesite, and Marie Laveau's gravesite is number two. Number three is JFK. This lady has more people that visit her. Who is she? She is the queen of voodoo. More people come and visit her gravesite than I can't tell you. They were saying at one time there was close to three to 5,000 people a day would come to her gravesite. Because of her popularity and also because they filmed a movie in here called The Easy Rider, it really caused a lot of problems. So they ended up having to really technically close the graveyard to public and you have to take the tour of the cemetery because what ended up happening is not only did you have all the people coming for the voodoo they were making offerings and spreading chicken blood leaving stuff and then the homeless people were moving into the graveyard and sleeping there at night because they figured it was a safe place and then people started breaking into these crypts a lot of bad things were happening so like in 2014, they actually stopped letting people just come into the graveyard. You had to take the 45 minute tour. But it also has another thing that's kind of famous now. There's a pyramid in here, which we can't go to right now. The pyramid was recently built and it was built by the actor Nicolas Cage. See, he's got a pyramid. See it? Yeah, he's got a pyramid. That's his crypt when he dies. 
Wow, what an incredible time here in New Orleans. I really wish I could spend a couple more days, but I have to start traveling north to get to my family. You know, what can I say? Had a great time. I'm hoping you had a good time. And I guess this is the dead end of my show. Get it? I'm in the graveyard. Dead end. Hey, everyone. Remember, as always, love, peace, and respect. You've been listening to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. Bye.